Hello and welcome back to the Child of God podcast. Um, I am happy to be here with y'all today. Um, today is a little detour from the story of Jonah because I just feel like it's a very relevant topic that's going on right now, um, especially for us Christians. Um, I don't know if you're the type of person to bring in the new year fasting and praying, but this is what this video is about. So let's start off in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today and thank you for the strength that you've given us to keep pushing, the strength you've given us to keep praying, to keep denying the will and the, the means of our flesh and to just continue to accept you and being fed with the word, being fed with your love, being fed with the intentionality of growing closer to you, God. And we thank you so much. And we pray that during this season of fasting and praying, we not only deny the sins now, but we deny the sins after. Amen. Okay, everybody. So basically... I'm going to be talking about today the lessons and struggles of fasting. Now, I know a lot of people don't like to talk about the struggles, but I am currently doing my fast right now. I'm ending my fast right now, actually. Um, so it's okay. In the scripture, it says you shouldn't talk about your fast during your fast, especially if it's in a bragging or condescending motion, which this is not that. This is just so I can talk to those out there who are fasting or who want to fast, who wants to take that step but might be a little afraid or might just like not be completely knowledgeable of what you can learn um, from the struggles and from the word when it comes to fasting. And this is really like a, just like a talk with me type of vibe so if you have any questions you for me you can leave those down into the comments um but so uh, my fast ends today actually and so it's perfect timing to kind of have a conversation about it um and just to say like keep going that's the first thing like if you are doing a fast right now you are in the midst of your new year fast just keep going and I'm going to talk about like the reason why the struggles come into play, but how they benefit us as people of faith. And so getting into this conversation, first and foremost, my fast was 14 days, but it changed, turned into 13 days of just fruits and water, like no salt, no herbs, no extra stuff, just plain old fruit and water. And yeah, I did definitely do dry fruits. I had like mangoes, kiwis, fruit, I mean, apples, um, prunes, dried bananas, fresh bananas, um, tomatoes, um, avocado. Like, there's so many fruits that you can eat. So don't think like to yourself and be like, oh my gosh, fruits, just fruits is, it's nothing in comparison to um the harder ones and trust me there are there are harder ones but the good thing about this is um is that you have something to eat but you technically like you still have something to eat if that makes sense but another good fast is the daniel's fast that one's pretty good just eating vegetables 
or fruits and vegetables um that's pretty good a good starter off one um also like just cutting out certain foods out of your diet is good so like if you go like a whole month without bread i think it's good or if you go like a whole month without meat but you eat everything else um there's just like a whole there's a don't let anyone tell you that your fast or that your fast has to be a certain grain or it has to be like a certain like like status quo you create your fast based on what you know and you feel the heavenly father is guiding you to so yes fast only means food um if you decide to give up social media or if you decide to give up tv or if you decide to give up anything other than food that's consecration and we can go into more depth like in another video or podcast episode but point is is that don't let anybody tell you what your fast should or should not be because i mean over this period of time i've had people tell me that my fast shouldn't be just fruits like i should be doing a daniel's fast i should be reading through daniel or um people would tell me like oh you shouldn't be doing that you should go and just do something like simpler or whatever don't let anyone determine what your fast is what you give up is between you and god point blank period and that's why i realize that it's very important when like jesus talks about keeping your fast to yourself keep your fast to yourself i mean obviously you know like when you get out here into society you can't just like stay in your room for 14 days and eat fruits and have no judgment like the judgment is going to come you fasting or you not fasting ain't gonna increase or decrease the amount of judgment but the difference is when you fast and you receive that judgment you hopefully are becoming more disciplined to notice the difference to notice that the judgment regardless where you are you have god with you so you don't have to worry about it um and so getting into like the conversation about like the status quo um there are a lot of things that you can do or there's a lot of ways that you can find line like you don't have to do 21 days you don't have to do 14 days you don't have to do seven days like sometimes you could do one day and be fine sometimes you can do intermittent fasting and you can just go um like the whole day and then nighttime you eat and then you start it all over again and do that for a week you can go ahead and say to yourself oh well i'm gonna fast for five days and then i'm gonna take a break and then i'm gonna fast for another five days and in total i fasted for 10 days doing whatever you choose or see fit but as long as you plot out your fast and pray over it and bring it to god of course things are going to change and things might change based on like what your body can handle but as long as you create a plan intentionally focus on like what scriptures are you going to be reading what are you going to be studying um what are you praying for uh what schedule are you using for your devotionals at the time like all of those things are pivotal and crucial when it comes to creating a fast because you want it to be intentional you don't want to just be fasting and just be like okay I don't have a prayer schedule. I don't have a devotional schedule. I don't have a schedule where I Bible study. Like we need to be like fasting and praying, fasting and 
studying the word getting into a space with the holy spirit meditating with the word those are so crucial and so important um and so that's kind of my first thing is just to create a fast between you and the heavenly father that will allow you to grow closer to him and that like our uh, journeys of faith looks different for each and every one of us so just always think about that i have my tea here i have some lemon tea here and i'm gonna sip it now that is so good um and so the fun thing about fast is like you can be creative so like one thing that i did definitely was like oh my gosh i can't have tea anymore <sighs> yes you can you can have lemon tea you can have orange tea i didn't try no apple tea because you know now it seemed a little weird to me but you can do you can do like so many different things with which you decide to do um so the second thing is let's get into the struggles let me just tell y'all something you could like be living a regular life not fasting and you don't feel any temptation towards food sometimes you just don't even want to eat food when you fast the enemy is so quick to make you think about something that you never thought up or thought about before. You will be attacked multiple times, hundreds of times. There will be people, there will be social media, there will be um, your own intrinsic thoughts, there will be family members, there will be um, environments. They all are either positively testing you or the devil is tempting you this is something that i learned about in um at church last week sunday um i i'll I'll leave the link down below to the sermon about testing or tempting but let me just tell something i love desserts okay i love me some chocolate chips i love all of the above um and the first five days of my fast were great um, because, I mean, they weren't great. Like, obviously, I was craving. Um, I would go on Pinterest and I would see all these cool recipes. I would see chocolate chip cookies. And I had to tell myself, like, no, you're making it worse. You're making yourself even hungrier. You're making yourself distracted. And sometimes you have to lessen the things that distract you so that you can have a successful and meaningful fast. And that means cutting out social media, lessening your time on social media, watching things that doesn't have anything to do with food. Like it takes a lot. But then when you get to talking to people and when you start working and being around people and people are like, oh, um, why aren't you eating? Right. That's always going to be the question. And, you know, sometimes I just want to be like my business. Other times I'm just like, you know, I'm eating just fruits um for a spiritual and faith-based fast and then they would continue to prompt me with other questions about like the purpose and stuff like that and sometimes through relaying this information to others and others seeing your dedication this might bring them closer to god but there's also some people who genuinely just don't care so you know use your discernment judge that judge that encounter um, but I do get annoyed when people ask me questions. I do get anno- like I can feel myself getting annoyed when people say like, "Oh, you're not eating today," Da-da-da-da. or they would offer me food and they know I'm on a fast, and then they'd be like, "Oh, sorry, you can't eat this." Like 
that would that literally it's temptation that's temptation per i don't know if it's purposeful or in purposeful if that's a word um but it's not fun and it's hard to be honest it is completely hard but the good thing is when you are tempted and you rise above that temptation during a fast it's proof that you can do it outside of your fast it's proof that outside of your fast when someone sends you a mean message that you have enough strength not to reply it's proof that when you know you've been at a buffet and you already hit that third plate and you know you shouldn't be eating the fifth and sixth because you'll get into gluttony it's proof that you can deny yourself those fourth and fifth plates knowing that you're full it is proof that you are able to deny anything because you understand the will and the way of god and that is one of the things that i've learned from my struggles uh, when fasting is that you know this is just good prep um and training so that i can be disciplined outside of the fast and sometimes we can get toxic in our minds um going back to when i was talking about like making a plan and bringing it to god and praying over it with god i feel guilty like sometimes you definitely want to you want to give up you just you really want to give up like i can feel like i've been wanting to give up for three days straight now y'all and like every day i keep saying like you got this keep pushing keep pushing and let me just tell you something when they say your flesh fails you your flesh begins to fail you i mean depending on what you're doing that that's all also but i started like you're you just start to have like little shakes and um you know like when your body feels like it hasn't had enough food like it'll become like weak and you will have to like keep shifting and keep shifting and keep trying and keep trying and then when you get weak doing your everyday routines and everyday stuff will become harder and harder and that's that's really to show you that you can't rely on your strength anymore you have to rely on god's strength because my body quickly failed me but god is never going to fail you so i think that's also a good thing that i learned in my struggles of fasting because honestly i don't know why i thought that my body was unbreakable but it's temporary all of this is temporary but the time that you are spending with god in devotion in word in scripture in prayer is everlasting i can tell you that there are so many things that i've learned simply by concentrating on god's word and reading it for what it truly is not because i'm just trying to get in the word like you know on a 30 minute day in the morning it was intentional time with god to talk to him to learn and see what he was trying to tell me enough time to research and look at the context of the word um and also i was tempted in a lot of different ways as well i was tempted in terms of my anger 
there was a lot of things that happened during my fast that I could have or that I I honestly I did and then I checked myself because I started to just feel like this sense of rage this sense of anger and I was like this is not the person that I'm supposed to be especially not during a fast like this is the time where I should like be as purified as clean as possible but in a fast when God is changing you there will be times where the old you and the new you is going to conflict so you'll be battling with yourself when you're like i want to shout at this person i want to yell at this person i want to tell this person about the hip but i know god is saying something completely different david had so many times to kill saul and did not because he knew it was in god's time and so when you're fasting, it's giving up that sense of control and allowing God to simply change you. Not worrying about the people outside of the fast, not worrying about what's going on outside of the fast, which promise you, you will have such awareness of what is going on because you don't have it. And the realization is, is that just because you don't have those things make doesn't make you poor because honestly the fast is replacing earthly riches which is poor in the spiritual sense and giving yourself spiritual riches which i mean to some in society might look or seem poor and i definitely had to give up this sense of people pleasing because people have asked me multiple times to go to dinner to lunch um to take me out stuff like that and i had to say no now you probably wondering how can she say no to free food let me just tell you it was hard probably one of the hardest things i've ever done and also in a fast people are going to tempt you sexually i don't even want to get past this because i've had absolutely the weirdest conversations in the last couple days during my fast and i had to be like yeah i gotta stop talking to you yep I got to stop talking to you because it's not good. It's not good, especially from like the space that I'm in right now where I don't even want to look at the opposite gender. Like when I tell you all, I am in the space where I don't even want to see the opposite. Like I don't even want to like I don't want to date period. Like that's just not where I'm at. Um, and so with that being said, during a fast, it don't matter if you want it or not, the enemy is going to try and tempt you with it. Point blank period. Because I didn't want a lot of foods before my fast. Now I want to eat the, the like anything. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Because you're battling with different like toxic tendencies of the flesh gluttony lust those are toxic tendencies of the flesh and when you fast you are genuinely confronting them on every day and you're a winner because you are a champion with god's hope and so also one of the things that i've learned during my fast is the fact that at the end of the day, when I sit down and I have that a lot of time with God, 
that I read the word and pray and worship, I feel so strengthened. Like sometimes I just feel like the wave of the Holy Spirit over me. And I just I just start to give it up, you know, like I just give everything up because I'm getting a little tired. But honestly, like a lot of times during your fast, you are going to struggle so, so much. And it feels so good to know that the love of the Father is going to just come over you and cover you and fill you with this amazing happiness you know and i think that a lot of people don't really talk about this during their fast but it feels so good when you learn something new about god and how much god is willing to do for you so listen just listen sometimes listen to what you hear listen to the word you read And just bow your head and invite God in. Surrender it. Which, that's so hard for me because I love control. One of the main things that I've been um, noticing in my fast, and that is one of the other good things about your fast. Your fast and reading the Bible will make you aware of the things God wants you to change. That is the process of him changing you. Is making you self-aware to the portions of your life that needs God in it, which is all. But the portions in your life you truly need to focus on, make an active, um, make active brain fart, make active devotion to, which is control. Like mine's, one of mine's was control. It was just like, you need to let go. Um, you need to let go of all the things that you think you have control over, the things that you 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 think that you can plan because i will plan against them like my plans might not align with your plans and one thing that i definitely learned through uh mary the mother of jesus she said to she said after she asked one question to gabriel how is this going to happen and gabriel told her and she was just like let whatever you said be like i am now the handmaid of god and how many of us will hear god tell us something and then be like nah And me, I'm personally one of those people who just be like, nah, sometimes, sometimes I fully accept what God is telling me, you know, sometimes I'm just like, yeah, okay, all righty then. I think Italy was one of those things that I was just like worried about, anxious about, and then I moved here and I was just like struggle after struggle after struggle only to learn that God truly was isolating myself, isolating me so that I can grow closer to him and not focus on everybody else and their grandma and solely focus on my relationship with him. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's a lot to contemplate on as well. But you got this. We got this. Um, just keep pushing. I think that's honestly all I had to say. I feel like all my brain has officially emptied out on all the things that I wanted to say about the struggles and lessons that I've learned. Um, 
or the, the, the lessons I've learned from my struggles in the very positive process and time of fasting. And I just want to end off with this, but like fasting doesn't have to be just in the New Year's. I mean, it's great. Starting off your year with God is the focal point, which he should always be anyway, not just be at the beginning of the new year. But starting off your your New Year's covering the year with God is amazing. But what about quarterly fast? Because things can change. You can revert back. You can be tempted and for unfortunately lose but you know you might lose the battle but fasting and praying and being with god can win the war because there's constant battles being lost in terms of our flesh like you know i crave things and sometimes i let those cravings control me and one of the things fasting definitely does is teach us a sense of self-control. And that self-control can be seen by our ability to say no to the things of that is not of God and yes to the things that are. And that's harder than it looks. That's so much harder than it looks. And I think that one thing that I was getting kind of caught up with um, during the fast is that if I gave up, God wouldn't love me anymore. God would doom my whole new year. God would hate me for 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 giving up even though I set off this well nice plan of fasting. And honestly, I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, I it the fears at that time made me stick through. But slowly but surely I started to look at those fears and think that could never happen. But because I love God, because I, I, I need him. I'm going to keep going. Because when we make promises to our friends, when we step out of our way to do things for our friends, we don't, I mean, sometimes we think, oh, yeah, if I don't do this, they're going to be, they're not going to be my friend anymore. But sometimes we genuinely do it out of the love of our hearts. And that's how we should work our fast. We should genuinely do it for the love of our hearts. I mean, definitely fasting and praying is that also used to ask God for discernment on things that we want, things that we need, things that we struggle with. And so I think it makes a really big difference on where you're kind of going with that. But um, that's the gist. I'm not going to keep rambling. But thank you for meeting with me today for joining the podcast um i hope this helped you i hope this was you know maybe an inspiration or you know just an episode where you can listen to the many ways that you can learn from and about god through fasting and so dear heavenly father we thank you for today we thank you for this time to talk to you to talk with you to learn about you to hopefully move forward in our endeavors in fasting and learning to continue to genuinely love the act of fasting and growing closer to you. God, we pray for those that are sick. We pray for those that have so many struggles in life. We pray for those that have struggles with self-control or giving you control or with faith. God, we pray for those that, you know, they don't know where the next 
whatever they need is coming from God. And they're fasting right now because they know that they can rely on you and that you are in full control, God. We pray for those that are struggling in terms of lust or gluttony, God. We pray for those that are struggling with lying, God. We pray for those that are struggling with anger, God. We pray for every single person in the world struggling today that knows you and doesn't know you, God. And we pray that through this podcast, through their daily interactions, there will be someone to make them aware that you know them, that you will touch down into their hearts and give them the urge to find you, to read you, to acknowledge your presence, God. And we thank you so much for your everyday saving and your sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'll see you all next week. Bye!